Hey everybody, Matt Knotts from the Anomaly Presents podcast, inviting you to join us for the Anomaly Film Festival. It's our fourth edition, November 3rd through the 6th, at the historic Little Theater in Rochester, New York. We've got so much great stuff for you. Tons of films you've never seen before. One you may have seen before, but never quite like this. That's Friday the 13th, 3 in 3D, amongst many other great surprises. It's the Anomaly Film Fest, anomalyfilmfest.com, November 3rd through 6th. We'll see you there. I feel good! Hello there. I'm an important British actor. You're listening to the Beer Review Journal on the Lunchador Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Knotts and McKenneth Blue. Enjoy! Hello there, and welcome to the peer-reviewed journal, a peer podcast for the discerning imbibist. I am your spooky neighborhood bartender, McKenneth the Defiler Blue. And I'm the guy that wrote the Monster Mash, the song that the song The Monster Mash is about. My name is Matt Knotts. I hear that was a graveyard smash. It was, but it didn't chip shit in the U.S. Like I shipped it out, uh, shipped it out, out gold, and it came back platinum. It was bad. It was bad. We took a bath on that one. That's why it hit so big in Romania is that we just sent all the cutout tapes over there. Well, that is kind of a sad story, but at least you made some big old ducats in the overseas markets. Yeah, that's the key, really. And the nice thing is, like, a couple times a year, we get to go over there and play. They, they really like like us in Romania. We're, we're kind of big in Japan. We can do about three days in Japan, uh, and then we come back. Oh, I spent some time in Japan over the weekend. Oh, yeah? I was attending a werewolf bar mitzvah. What were you doing there? <laughs> I was attending a werewolf bar mitzvah. It was spooky scary. But there were men, boys becoming men, and men becoming wolves. That's very interesting. Did did, did they play the Monster Mash? Uh, no, but they did do my Transylvania twist. Mm. I was really so hoping that was what happened to it. Oh, gotcha. I, I was hoping they would have played the Monster Mash because this is really the only time of year I get residuals on it. Um, it gets real lean in in, in like. May I get like 18 cent checks, but this year it gets really fat. Like I can buy like two packs of ramen at a time with my residuals off the monster mash. No, I, I mean, this was uh, just a bunch of, uh, you know, dentists and heart surgeons making circumcision jokes. I got to ask you now, vampire dentists, do they make a lot of money? I figure there, there's a lot of work to be done there. Oh, they get tons of things to put in the bank. The blood bank. <laughs> so fangs, though, like, is is blood as bad as sugar for the teeth? Like, these are questions I have, and I figure you can answer me, Count. The Count. Well, listen, between you and me, I am not exactly lining up to uh, suck on a diabetic. What? I feel like that would be the best, though. That that would be like going to Starbucks and get a frappuccino, right? Like that's no. Understand, understand. It is. It is. Uh, diabetics are sometimes food. Ah, 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 ah. 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 
I was <laughs> actually saying the same thing to my friend. You you might know him. He is a he is a monster too. Oh yeah. Uh, he but uh, he is a cookie monster. Oh yeah, I know that guy. So yeah, wait, he, wait. he is fun to hang out with. Hang on, the cookie monster drinks blood too. All the time. He does, does some real fucked up shit. It's not like for food though. It's just like a, a play thing, right? Uh, no, it is absolutely not for food. He just enjoys it. You he likes what? the screaming. Hmm. Consensually. Uh, sure. Okay. I just have to make sure. Because I, I want to make sure that the, the, the cookie monster is on the level. It makes me nervous. You know, we, we live in... in in an age where some folks do some silly things and I don't want to, I don't want to have to say goodbye to the cookie monster. No, absolutely. <coughs> <Ooh. coughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, down the wrong pipe there. Uh, no, sorry. I've, I've, I've had this cold and it's made it really difficult to do um, the, the McKenneth voice that I do for the show. Oh, well, it's, um, it but I finally, good now, though. I finally cleared the frog in my throat and I, I feel like we can, uh, do the show now. McKenneth? Yes. Do you realize you have a vampire frog in your throat? Um, I, I didn't, but now that you put it that way. Um, hmm. It's a lot to think about. And scene. And that was the opening of our Halloween spectacular. <laughs> I loved it. It was very good. I enjoyed it as well. And you know what? This is a, a a jam-packed episode tonight. It is. It is it is my favorite time of year, my least favorite episode. Um, <laughs> now why would that be, Matt? What what could possibly be so bad about what we're doing this evening? Uh we have decided to go with the the ghoulish gourds. We are here with uh some p- pumpkin beers. That we are. And, you know, it's a time of year that I look forward to every year because I fucking unabashedly love these these things. You love torturing me is what I, you do. That too. That too. So who could forget last year's pumpkin extravaganza where we had, uh, oh, I forgot. Uh, well, atomic we, pumpkin? We, we did have atomic pumpkin. Or, <laughs> Uh, no, wait. Oh, Shout out fuck. to Josh Morris me... for that one. Um, which was what if pumpkin, but also spicy? Yeah, what if pumpkin, but also fucking uh, <laughs> <and> fireball? <laughs> Theme of world's worst hayride. <laughs> uh, where where is Halloween here? Did we do pumpkin. Here it is. Okay, we did uh, Voodoo Ranger Atomic Pumpkin. That's the one that you were just talking about. That's the headliner. And, and then we also did uh, Southern Tier Cold Brew Coffee Pumpkin. Ah, that's right. Yes, which I enjoyed immensely. Um, a, a coffee pumpkin beer. It was a PSL, only alcoholic. I seem to remember being mid mid on that one. I feel like that was kind uh, of... I think you disliked it immensely, and we both were not super big on the... Uh, uh, atomic uh, Voodoo Ranger pumpkin thing. Did, did we only do the two? Was this when we were in the era of doing two beers? Uh, no, we actually did wrap that one up with Doom Sauce last year, if I remember correctly. Oh, that's right. We we did have our our get out of jail at the end. This is true. Yeah, now, you know, 
it's interesting that you're bringing up the past. Um, we're, we're closing in on the end of, uh, 2021 here. And yep. I know that, uh, I did some show prep tonight and I, I had saved this for like our last segment, but I'm, I'm fuck it. We're doing it live. Um, I've got some, some statomania for you here, Matthew. Oh yeah. Statomania. Like right, like right. Oh, so, I'm um, that, and that's going to be the jingle for this bit every time. <laughs> if I can think of that Phoenix song every time, sure. No, Why I'm not? just gonna, I'm just gonna pull it, and put it on my soundboard. What you oh, just okay? Um, so all of that to say, as I was copy and pasting uh, the notes around, um, Statomania, we have as of this episode, when this episode ends. We will have tried 89 beers on this show, Matthew. 20 nice. Yes. So we, uh, you know, next episode, our first beer is going to be our 90th beer. And that is just a stone's throw away from our 100th beer. And I'm going to put it out to the listeners here. Write into us and let us know what you think that 100th beer should be. I've got a very uh, strong opinion on this, Matt. I'm not going to tell you. Until right. we have to buy them, okay. What I think it should be, uh, it, it's not like Cantillon or something crazy, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but uh, yeah, that should be coming up in I don't know, like four or five episodes, depending on how crazy we get. Where are we now? Eighty nine. We'll be 89? at eighty nine at the end of this episode. So if we do three an episode, just after the new year, yeah, something like that. Should we do a hundredth beer ex- extravaganza and do one in person? We could probably do that. Could probably make that happen. All right. All right. So yeah, 89 beers, 59 breweries. If you had to take a wild guess, Matt, what what do you think our top style is? Roush beers. Uh, No, thankfully we have only done one of those. Um, Not nearly enough. (laughs) Our, our, style that we have done the most is uh now i i did lump all of them all of the subcategories together it is the ipa uh mm-hmm. we have done 24 of those <laughs> out of 89 that's uh, a fair percentage yeah i'm not a math magician but that's a lot it is um now what do you suppose the brewery that we have selections uh or the most selections from Anheuser-Busch. Uh, no. How many Anheuser-Busch have we had? Two? Three? Um, I mean, we did Budweiser. Budweiser. Is Budweiser the only one? Did we do, do a goose? We haven't done any goose. I yet. don't think we've done a goose. Interesting. Hmm. So what was number one? I think that this is going to surprise you, given how much... Uh, it's Genesee. What? Yeah, we have done seven Genesee beers on this show. Or rather, by the end of this episode, we will have done seven. Oh, little little spoiler for what's coming ahead. Spoilers. Uh, that's going to be our, our closer tonight. It's it Jenny. Is, yeah. We're not going to tell you which one. No. Until we get there. Fuck you. Find out later. That's right. It's a tease. That'll keep you in. We're teasing the tip. That's right. But we are going to start out this evening's proceedings with 
what you were telling me, Matt, is something of the granddaddy of the uh, the pumpkin beers. That's right. This is the OG of of pumpkin beers. This is the one that everybody went crazy for before um, pumpkin. There was Portland, Maine's pumpkin head. Now, is that uh, Maine or Oregon? Portland, Maine. Oh, okay. Yep. Now, Matt, Did you've already Oregon? popped the. I'm sorry. Did I say Oregon? No, you said Portland, Maine, and I was still going to do my my awesome bit where I don't know if you're talking about Maine or Oregon. Ah, yeah, I I ruined that. Yeah, you did. Um, You've already popped the top, but here I go. Oh, ooh. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. That's squishy squash. Ah, we've got cinnamon, clove, allspice, nutmeg, squash, squash. Round orange squashes. Oh boy. Oh boy. That sounds like it smells like somebody pissed on a sweet potato pie. <laughs> oh goodness gracious, I like that. I like that smell anyway. I haven't tasted it. Write that down for you, everybody there. Uh <laughs> loves the smell of pissed on pumpkin pie. Oh, uh, it's it's time for we pause to take the gram. We have to do better at pictures. I'm working on putting together our website, and there's like spots for hero images. So we really have to like going forward take better pictures. Yeah, but let's try pumpkin head first. Oh yeah, we should probably do that, eh? This is ostensibly a beer podcast. Hmm. Okay. Light. You get a lot of your spices that you were talking about there. Yeah. It's almost like uh, gingerbread. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. like gingerbread. It is. Hmm. That's not what I was expecting from this. So I'm having to readjust. Hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I haven't had this in a while. Yeah. Now, now the nose is all pumpkin spice, but I'm getting like almost nothing but gingery. Yeah, it's it's a um, it's like a ginger lager. Yeah. Or, you know what? It's really close to. It, What's it, that? It's a a very very dry ginger and cinnamon apple cider to me. Yeah, I, I, there's so much ginger on it though. Like I'm I'm really shocked by that. Yeah, it's all right. I, it's happened. It could be worse for you. <laughs> I don't hate this. <laughs> right. I don't hate this. And at $1.97 a 12 ounce, it wasn't too bad a pick, I guess. If you're going to buy one pumpkin beer, which usually every year I will buy one, if not two, because we do this godforsaken show every year. Um, not... Not the BRJ being godforsaken, just the pumpkin episode. Just the pumpkin episode. Right. Um, yeah, this would be the one to buy. I feel. I don't want to. I don't want to put the cart before the horse because we do have one more pumpkin ale to try. This is true. Yeah. Um, if you want to buy a pumpkin beer but hate the taste of pumpkin beers, drink this candle. 
Yeah, exactly. This is actually for a Halloween beer. This is very Christmassy to me. Yes, dude, I'm halfway through this thing. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, for one thing, it's only twelve ounces, so you already started out like a third down. Or a quarter down. Sorry, not a mathematician. Numero two. It just drinks like water. <coughs> yeah, it's very light. Yeah. Yeah, I could see being at a Halloween party and knocking down a a substantial number of these and not feeling bad about it. Yeah, because it tastes pretty damn good. It's not bad. If it was a little colder, it'd probably be a little better. Yeah. For me, but that's just my own preference. Well, mine sat in the freezer for about uh, an hour and a half before dinner and then went into the fridge. So mine is just about aces. See, I just put mine in the refrigerator because I didn't figure I was going to be improving them by making them colder. Now, see see what happens when you assume? Yeah, make an ass out of you and me. That's you make an ass out of you and mumptions. Um, and that's a control-alt-delete joke, so fuck that guy. It's also from uh, Long Kiss Good Night. Oh. If you know what happens uh, when you make an assumption, you make an ass out of you and umption. Mm. So a pedophile and a joke thief. Mm-hmm. It's way cooler when Sam Jackson says it. Mm. It's a great movie, by the way. Long Kiss Goodnight. Yeah. You seen it. Mo- most things are made cooler uh, through the presence of Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. He's so much fun in that movie. He's so much fun in everything. And Gina Davis is great in it, too. Why do you keep calling me Hey Zeus? He said, Hey Zeus. Excellent. Everybody, stop this podcast. Go watch Long Kiss Goodnight. It's great. Then come Uh, back. (laughs) Please. And then then watch Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah. But Long Kiss Goodnight first. Because I feel like that one's underrated. It's it's the genius of Shane Black, who's... Maybe made one bad movie. Yeah, Iron Man 3. Mm. I like Iron Man 3. Okay, so the guy who gives me shit about liking the Marvel movie so much likes the worst one? It's because it's the least Marvel one. Oh, God. Okay, so. I can't wait to see the next one. Mm. Eternals? Is that what it is? Yeah. It looks um, brooding. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for Kamal to get a big paycheck. Yeah, me too. Seems, seems a nice enough fella. Kamal's a great guy. He was very polite when we met him years ago. Oh. Did you get so drunk you had to have him take your picture too? No. Different trip. Same city. Oh, fair enough. No. we, we he was It was Comic-Con, so nobody really gets that drunk when we go to Comic-Con. Um, and he did a stand-up show. It was the meltdown that he did, like on a giant stage, right after Jordan Jesse Go. JJ Go and Jordan Jesse Go got everybody in trouble because they cursed, and then nobody else could curse on that stage, which made the meltdown very difficult. <laughs> um, What's wrong with swearing? Uh, it was a, a public space. It was like out in the middle of a park in the middle of the afternoon on like a Thursday, and. And the city in Comic-Con frowns on cursing. Well, this is America, last I checked. Um, One of the greatest things of all time was going to Hall H at Comic-Con and Guillermo del Toro doing his panels. 
Um, I don't know how familiar you are with uh, Guillermo del Toro speaking extemporaneously, but um, he swears a lot constantly and consistently. He would drop his first fuck of the panel and then look at the back of the, the little placard that tells him not to curse and then just turn it around. So he didn't have to look at it and just went off. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause who's going to say anything to Guillermo del Toro. Right. He gave out his email address at one of those things once. Oh goodness. It was amazing. RIP your inbox. Yeah. Cause he was shooting. It was when he shot Pacific Rim. And he gave out his, his email address and said, if you want to drop by the, the set, just shoot me an email. And then he set up a filter <laughs> for keywords dropped by the set. Comic-Con Pacific Rim. Oh, yeah. That is tasting worse as it goes. Good. That's, so, that's, that's the pumpkin beer I know and love. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, uh, I mean, I enjoyed it. It's not at all what I was expecting. It's it like I said. It's very gingery. Yeah. Um. It it it, it brings to mind a, a gingerbread man. It does. It is very gingerbread man ish. It's uh. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Like I, I said, it. I probably wouldn't run out to buy more. But you know, if I'm, if I'm getting drunk at a Halloween party, this is I'd reach for one of these. Sure. Why not? better than like a white claw yeah what isn't marginally no man i asked what isn't what isn't better than a white claw yeah there's that one that that i almost barfed on oh that would be black magic irish Cush, uh, blah, 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 black, black magic, magic irish magic coffee stout by empire irish brewing company by empire i feel like we're besmirching their name every time we refer to it but uh yeah they did it to themselves they did it to me, and I'm bitter about it. You should be, because that was a, a very bitter beer. Damn it. Son of a bitch, Housen. All right. Where were we? Pumpkinhead. Yep. We finished it, right? Or did you? Uh. Ooh. That's usually a noise I make. There you go. Oh, mm, mm, mm. Fail. Failure. There we go. There it is. There right. she goes. Let's take a, a brief recess rinse our glasses and come back with our next selection rinse our glasses and put boots and asses excellent i learned that from the rocks verse on the tech nine record that he just did ah yeah i i heard him say say uh say my what's my motherfucking name rock was the next line there which it's not it's Dwayne. 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 all right Dwayne. the rock johnson Wait, sorry. Rock the Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. All right, let's let's go get let's go get whatever we're gonna get. <coughs> yep, we'll uh, be right back after these messages. The waitress of Empire named Perkins was so very fond of small gherkins. While she served the tea, she ate forty-three. Which pickled her internal workings. <laughs> Igor, the 
scalpels go on the left with the pitchforks. Igor, Igor. What a swimmer is Dracula's daughter, but her pool looks more red than the daughter. The blood stains the boat, but it's easy to float, cause blood is much thicker than water. <laughs> And we are back from the bar. We've got our next selection. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's uh, certainly the, it's, it's, it's from a Commonwealth, certainly the, the smartest Commonwealth, my favorite Commonwealth and uh, Not the sexiest Commonwealth I have ever laid li- eyes on. Massachusetts. Is it because of asses in it? Yes. We are going to be, sorry, reaching over to my cooler. We are going to be trying Giant Pumpkin by Greater Good. Greater Mo- Gourd. <laughs> Greater Gourd uh, from Massachusetts, USA. Shall we? We shall on a one and a two and a ready, set, go. Oh, new colors for my keyboard. Oh. Matt, how did your uh, fancy new mouse pad feel about that pour or that that crack? It did not get sprayed upon, which makes me very happy. I need to preserve my mouse pad. I have a whole new setup here, and I have a nice long mouse pad that has these like rainbow LEDs all around it. It's pretty pretty boss. Like I feel like I'm doing something here. It's pretty boss. Oh shit! Put you right there so I can look at your can art. Uh, what I enjoy about a beer. Uh, is when they put the ABV on it, like huge, right on the front of the can. There are there are a handful of beers that I, I really enjoy that do that. Uh, Steel Reserve does it. Uh, Jenny Black does it. Uh, and so does the Greater Good Giant Pumpkin Imperial Pumpkin Ale. It comes in at a hefty 8% ABV. That it does. And you know what I like to say? It's 8%, which I like. (laughs) (laughs) More booze or more gooder? Yeah. So on the nose, um, not dissimilar to to old Pumpkinhead there. It's probably related. They're they're from the same neck of the woods, give or take. Oh, you know what? Actually, a lot more pumpkin spice on the nose of the Pumpkinhead now. I completely lied to the... The audience. Oh, God damn it. So this is from beautiful Worcester, Mass. Worcester. If you want to take a sip, I'll do the canned copy. Home of uh, Beyond Wrestling. That's right. Shout out to Drew Cordero. Uh, America's first all-imperial brewing company. Giant Pumpkin is greater good seasonal imperial pumpkin ale brewed with real pumpkin and just the right balance of premium quality spices. This handcrafted beverage is incredibly smooth and refreshing. You know what, Greater Good? I will be the judge of that. Yeah, let me know what you think. Smells like a war crime. (laughs) 
I think you specifically waited until the giant mouthful was in my mouth to release that particular payload. <laughs> no, that was just serendipity. That was a lucky accident. So no, n- n- no ginger on this one, really. You know what this tastes like? Um, a candle. Ten years back, give or take, Pepsi released a uh, a holiday flavor of Pepsi. I believe it was called Holiday Pepsi. <laughs> I, did you ever partake of Holiday Pepsi? I think I did, and I know that a, a particular family member of yours did. Yes, yes, my uh, dear departed great aunt, Aunt Duty. Do not laugh. It's her nickname. Her, her real name was Anne. But Aunt Duty was was diabetic. And she went into uh, a bit of, you know, low blood sugar situation. She was shaky, as we would call it. And uh, she needed a little sip of something to, to boost her up a little bit. Uh, the Target they were shopping at did not have orange juice, which was her, uh, her go-go juice of choice. Uh, so I grabbed Holiday Pepsi. Because it was the closest thing, and I was nervous we'd have to call an ambulance. Uh, I fed her some of that, and she gave me a look that told me she would sooner die than drink another sip of it. <laughs> Just let me go, Matt. It's not <laughs> worth it. If, if if my choices are stay on this earth with this holiday Pepsi or die, goodbye. Yeah. Um. Not that dissimilar from Giant Pumpkin. Um, I wouldn't go that far. It's not the worst thing I've ever tasted. No, I did Um, almost vomit. We did talk about that. But this is, it puts me in that same, same wheelhouse. So the holiday Pepsi, uh, to get back to it, was a, a holiday flavored Pepsi, by which I mean, it tastes like uh, if you dumped a bag of holiday potpourri into a, a, a saucepan full of Pepsi and let it boil on the back of the stove. That smell is what that tasted like. To that point, this tastes a lot like if you took a bag of potpourri, dumped it into an amber ale, and boiled it on the back of your stove. That's what this smells like and tastes like to me. But see, the nice thing and the reassuring thing I find is that they give you a heads up that this beer is unfiltered and some sediment is normal. Mm Mm-hmm. That is appreciated. So don't um, be worried. Yep. So just strain it through your teeth like a mint julep. <laughs> it, it's it's honestly there's not a lot of particulate in the one I'm drinking. No, mine's pretty well filtered looking. Um, um although your mint julep comment did remind me, my 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 wife and I uh, recently celebrated. <laughs> got me. <laughs> our sixth anniversary and we went out to dinner and like, I don't know why, but for some reason I ordered a mint julep. No, I, I wanted to order a uh, Moscow mule. Okay. Cause I've never had one and it sounds delightful because it's ginger beer and, and mint. vodka and lime yada yada, oh. but I've never no, had mint, one. And the place that we went to didn't have it on their mixed drink list. Okay. And I had gone the, to this place fully hoping and expecting that, you know, oh, I can probably get a Moscow mule here because who doesn't make a Moscow mule at a full service bar? Right. Well, if they don't have the copper cups, they say, fuck it. 
Right. But one of these days I am, I'm going to try that and hopefully enjoy it. I'm sure. Yeah. So last, Hey, Stromy, where can McKenneth get a good Moscow mule? Yeah. Um, hit us up on our DMS. Let me do this a little differently. So I know he really hears it. I'm going to do it very slow. Cause I know he listens to the show at two speed. <laughs> Hey, Stromy, Moscow Mule. There. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we were hanging out the other night, and he he played me how he listens to our podcast. Uh huh. I don't know if you've ever heard a podcast at two speed. No. <laughs> um, what I learned is at two speed, I sound like Ben Shapiro. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what you're saying is listening to us at two speed makes every pussy in the room just dry up like the Sahara. Just absolutely like the SpongeBob movie where they, they <laughs> shine the light on him and he dries out. Matt, I swear to Christ, if you don't fucking stop (laughs) waiting until I have a mouthful of beer. Actually, you know what? I want to replace this piece of shit computer, so maybe keep doing it. Yeah, just spray at it. Yeah. Fine. The new Macs are out. Yes, the new Macs are out. Maybe I'll get a purple one to go with my purple walls. There you go. Yeah. I just got a new MacBook Air, and it's fantastic. Ooh. It's a lovely... It's a lovely computer. Was that Australian? <laughs> it turned into Australian at the end. <laughs> at the end? You might uh, be some credit there, friend. Okay. <clears throat> that was Australian through and through. Yeah. You know, it's not Australian. American football. No, that that's, uh, well, mm, yeah, I know you're right. Uh, I, I think it's time to uh, line up for the uh, the Bills Buffet. Oh, is this a new segment? Uh, it's It feels like it's becoming one, yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, man. So, Bills, four and two. Bills, Bills, Bills. Bills, Bills, Bills. Uh, you guys, listen, you got you to gotta do a little bit better uh, than you did this past yesterday. We're recording this on Tuesday. Um, <laughs> the, the, the Tuesday after the Bills lost to the Tennessee Titans. K-Fabe, K-Fabe. Um, if, uh, if, if Matt and McKenneth and James and Josh are, are going to um, fulfill their <laughs> moral obligations and drink every Buffalo Bills themed beer, uh, you guys got to get to the Super Bowl, man. You know what? After watching that game yesterday, <coughs> I think we might just make it at the end of the season. Yeah. Whenever that may be. I know they'll make the playoffs. Here's I don't know the thing. Deep it it wasn't play. a bad game. No. Like both teams' defenses played very well. It, the problem is that when the Bills' defense made mistakes, they were a lot worse than the Titans' mistakes. Well, it was. Uh, they kept coming up to catch Derrick Henry because that man is a, a fucking runaway train. So every time they came up to uh, make sure he didn't get the ball, uh, 
AJ Brown got wide open in the middle of the field. Yeah. So it was either get gashed by by Derrick Henry or get gashed by AJ Brown. They didn't really have yeah. any options. Yeah. And they also sat their best pass rusher and didn't really bother blitzing, blitzing Tannehill. So yeah, like he just sat back there and had all day to do whatever the fuck he wanted. But that's you know, just, I, I know I'm I'm I know I'm Tuesday morning quarterbacking here, but maybe don't allow a seventy plus yard touchdown. I heard a lot of people today going, you know, without that 70 plus touchdown, Derek Henry only rushed for like 65 yards. Yeah, but he also had a 70 plus yard touchdown. Right. He he rushed for 65 yards and three touchdowns. That's, that's that like two touchdowns. Also, that's like saying, except for those couple of inches, Josh Allen won the game. Right. Exactly. Like, no, look for that horse. Yeah, no, that's not how life works here, guys. Yeah, no. I mean, I understand going for the going for the win in that moment. Um, yeah. Going into OT with a field goal would not have guaranteed them the win by any stretch. Um, I fully support going for it there because that defense couldn't stop a runny nose yesterday. So, yeah. But um, I don't know this. This past weekend was just. Like, I, I think I texted you or uh, something like that. Yeah. No, it was on Twitter. Me or something like that. No, oh. I couldn't remember if I texted you or if it was on Twitter. So it was on Twitter. You said something about the games that were going on. And I was okay. like, is it possible for a game that you don't really care about either team? Like, is it possible for that to still be a nail biter? Because literally every game I watched this weekend was a fucking nail biter. Yeah. Welcome to football. It's great. Like, um, this is why we all enjoy it. Yeah. But like the, um, I watched the, uh, the new England game that, that came down to like great game. final seconds. Um, what else? <laughs> what other one did I watch? Um, I don't know. Cowboys game was really good. That was the one. Thank you. The the Cowboys game that was like Jesus Christ. <laughs> I needed a fucking like Yeah. I needed a therapy session after that one like it, that that was unreal. It's been good football this year. It's been very good football this year and I say that as somebody who's been watching it for a year. <laughs> yeah. But I love that it's been a year and now you're like invested and you're like, "Hey, yeah. Some good ass games. Yeah, they were, yeah. man. So uh basically what we're saying is uh Venmo Venmo me five bucks so I can you know if if everybody sends me five bucks, I can get a jersey, no problem. Right. Also, if you know a good Chinese jersey site, send that our way. Because I'm not above that. Uh. that. That here's a story from years ago. Um, I went in with a bunch of people on one of those Chinese Jersey sites back when those were a thing before it was just like on AliExpress. Um, so we, we all bought jerseys and they showed up and they were great. And then, uh, Kara's aunt was asking like, Hey, do you know any places where I can get cheap jerseys? I was like, yeah. So I gave her the website that we went to and then she, she called me cause this is an era before text messaging really and goes, Hey, that website you gave me was seized by the FBI. <laughs> like, yeah, because those were the wire. Those were bootlegs, Sue. <laughs> like, 
Yes. Why do you think that they were not $120? Yeah. They, they, the, the Kelly on the back of my jersey was spelled with one L and one I. So <laughs> pretty sure that's not how Jim Kelly spells his last name. <laughs> no, they were actually very nice. I, I got a, a, a Nick Lidstrom Detroit Red Wings jersey that's absolutely beautiful. You'd never know the difference. Hmm. Um, I can't remember what the football jersey was I got. So that that's a good story. Yeah, I I don't know. I've got a couple uh, shirts and a hoodie. I am I'm starting to think that um, my when the season started, I was thinking I'd wait until next season to make sure I you know was really paying attention. Um, but now I just kind of want one. Yeah. No, you're in now. Yeah. James has one. He, he's only lived in the five eight five for three weeks. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, he's here and, and at least settled enough to have uh, you know pictures of watching the game being sent. When, when when's he going to be settled enough for a new ISWP to come out? Uh, coming soon. Coming soon. We were just talking about that over the weekend. So James, new ISWP coming. James, Josh. I want to hear some more about wrestling guys. Come on. I also hear, and this is uh, some pressure on, on my good brother, Josh. Uh, there might be a new dollop coming. New, we got a new I, wallop. I, I enjoyed the shit out of the first wallop. The wallop was so goddamn good. In fact, because XPW is coming back. I don't know if we've, we'll go wrestling for a minute. Um, I don't know if we've talked about that, but XPW is a thing again. Hmm. Did we talk about that at all yet? We did not. And they're running their first show at the Armory, um, the the last day of Anomaly. I'm not going to tell you what date it is. If you want to know what date the last date of Anomaly is, anomalyfilmfest.com. Um, but XPW is running a show that day with Rob Black, and it's the return of XPW, the first time in whatever it is, eight, ten years, whatever, however long. Um, yeah, so... As I'm telling people, they're like, oh, there's a wrestling show at the Armory? I'm like, yes, you have to go listen to this podcast. It's an interstate wrestling podcast. It's called The Wallop, and it's all about XPW, and it will blow your mind. I was telling Vargas that the other day. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, – oh, God, I can't wait for the next one. I don't know what he's going to do, and I'm very excited. I am so, also excited because that – like, I had no idea about XPW. Yeah. Let alone that, you know, people's – extremities were being cut off and or threatened. Yeah. That's a wild story. Yeah. <laughs> to put it mildly, I, I'm still curious which porn shop the guy who uh, owned XPW was, was running. Yeah. It, it's gotta be, it's either show world or Ontario video, right? Um, I mean, Josh mentioned locations, which I imagine comes from one of his sources. And the only one in town that I can think of that had locations, plural, is Show World. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would figure. I wonder if he owned the, the theater. Uh, there, hmm. Hmm. I'm not going to go further. Okay. Um, There was a whole, like production brain like oh we could probably find out we could probably get a hold of it and then i was like no i don't want to talk to that guy um <laughs> right <laughs> this is what happens in my brain 
Um, so yeah, it, it's uh, it's the wallop, uh, the XPW episode. I hear tell there might be a new episode coming soon. There will definitely be an ISWP episode also coming down the road. Um, now that James has settled down, um, things can resume. And uh, you'll probably be hearing more of, of James and Josh on all the Lunchador shows, especially this one, and uh, possibly a new one coming up down the road. Yeah. It's- uh, that that's a good sneak, right? Yeah, why not? Should I, give, should I give him another clue? Sure. Hey kids, you like music? Come listen to a, a, a new music podcast, maybe coming soon to Lunchador. At some point, soon I would imagine. Now that uh, now all the the all the, the parties are here, <laughs> all the parties live in the same area code. All live within fifteen minutes of one another. Yeah. Oh man, I just figured out there's a button on my mouse pad and it changes colors and it's dope. How how are you doing on that beer you don't like? Oh, I'm not even halfway into it. Gotcha. Well, uh, as you're not sipping on that one, got any uh we we hmm. normally record on Wednesdays or Thursdays. It's true. So why aren't we doing that this this week, Matt? Oh, it is a uh a week chuck full of stuff. Um, Anomaly is coming up in two weeks. Um, as you're listening to it, it starts, uh, as you're listening to this, two weeks from tonight. Um, actually, two weeks from last night uh, is the start of Anomaly. Uh, the reason I mention that is that we're recording the Anomaly preview show for Anomaly Presents on Thursday. And then on Friday... I'm taking a road trip. I'm going to go see my first live music since the uh, the panorama started. Who are you going to see, Matt? Now, most people, when they go to concerts, they'll go to big cities. They'll go to the New Yorks, the Bostons, the... the, the Philadelphia's. LA, Chicago, Philadelphia. My I'm parents going went to, to Pittsburgh the- recently to see the Rolling Stones. Ooh, the Rolling Stones. The Who Rolling Stones. Do they have a drummer? Uh, they did. Who is it? Ringo? Uh, no, I forget the guy's name. I want to say like Steve something, but I could be wrong. Ah, yes. Steve, Steve stone. Bloody Steve. Steve stone of the Rolling Stones. Uh, yeah. Most people go to those big, big cities to go see, uh, top acts is the first concert back from the pandemic. Uh, I'm going to beautiful Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Who's, who's playing there? To the Wind Creek Casino to see what's left of the monkeys. <laughs> so an arm and a leg. More uh, one and a half of the monkeys are out there touring. Uh, it's it's Mickey Dolenz and and the partially animate corpse of, of Michael Nesmith. Um, will be out there. I say that I I have all the love in the world for Michael Nesmith. He is one of my my lifetime heroes. Um, I, I would wager that we'll bring this up on the music show at some point. Uh, but I would wager that Michael Nesmith was one of the first punks ever to walk the planet. Um, he is the reason the monkeys became a band. Um, when, when he got in a fight with the musical supervisor for the monkey and monkeys and punched through the wall and told the, the musical supervisor and said, 
that should have been your face. Um, <laughs> that was when he tried to get them to record Sugar Sugar, and Mike Nesmith was like, I'm not doing fucking Sugar Sugar. We're going to record music. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going anywhere until we finish the theme song to our TV show. <laughs> this was later on. Uh, and I, then, I didn't imagine that was right off yeah. the bat. And then they put out like a couple really good records. Um, Michael Nesmith kind of sort of invented country rock. Um, oh, thanks a lot, Michael Nesmith. So, yeah, it was it was Mike Nesmith and then the Flying Burrito Brothers were kind of competing to be the first ones out. Um, has the best pedal steel slide guitarist of all time on his records. Um, Red Roads. So good. The man's amazing. Um, produced one of the best movies of all time, Repo Man. Um, invented the music video. <laughs> um, um, sorry, just, just pause for a moment. Yeah. Um, so when I was growing up, one of my best friend's mothers um, would always, <laughs> like... When we were having dinner, if you were standing around in the kitchen, like waiting to serve yourself up and you were like, just, you know, maybe snacking on something that, you know, was being served or say they yeah. ordered a pizza and you took a slice out and were just eating it. Uh-huh. Uh, she would always uh, say, use a plate, dear. You'll, you'll like it. You'll enjoy it more. <laughs> okay. Which is a line from Repo Man. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, good reference. You, you use a plate, dear. You'll enjoy it more. Good reference. Yeah, she was a big fan of Repo Man and also Buckaroo Banzai. I don't know this person, but I love them. She's great, Barbarino. Just saw yeah. the saw her and her husband Jim uh, a couple weeks ago. They they met my son. I believe they had previously met my daughter. Yeah. Um, but they had not met my son, and they did. We had a lovely dinner with them and my parents. Tell Barb to come hang out at Anomaly. I feel like she's our people. (laughs) She lives in Sarasota, Florida. (laughs) There are planes. This is true. Although they don't use planes, they use their Tesla. Okay. Yeah. All right. Barb Reno, I love you. (laughs) Yeah. I do too. They're awesome. You are the raddest person I've ever heard of. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the monkeys, but the reason I, I go into all that about Michael Nesmith is that he's 80 years old. He had open heart surgery and then like didn't do much, but smoke weed all the way through the pandemic. Um, which right on you, if you're 80 and just blazed for an entire year, but it turns out that that does a lot to your cardio. Um, and he doesn't really get around that well anymore. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if past is prologue, <laughs> weed's a little harsh on the old lungs. Yeah. 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 So, <clears throat> Not that I would know from experience. So, yeah, old Mike is, is out there. It's the Mike and Mickey show. They do like one set a piece. Uh, the first set is, is Mickey. The second set is Mike. Um, I am super looking forward to it because Michael Nesmith is one of my favorite musicians of all time. However, it's being billed as their farewell tour. That's the Rocketeer. Uh, It's being billed as their farewell tour, and I can see why. Because there are pictures of Michael Nesmith, and he looks like the fucking Crypt Keeper. Um, 
Daydream believer and a homecoming queen. I mean, that's exactly what it would sound like because the guy that sings that's been dead for 10 years. <laughs> um, if not longer. The The funny thing about that is that's when Mike started touring with the monkeys again is when Davy Jones died. So I'm thinking they didn't really like each other. Girl, look what you've done to me. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to see the monkeys at a casino. Um, hey, casino. Hey, yeah, we're the monkeys. Yeah, that's true. People say we're monkeying around. We're too busy singing to bring anybody down. Uh, I realize where my monkey fandom comes from. Oh, Your daddy? No, no. the The weekend they ran the big MTV marathon was the weekend I had chicken box back in the day. Oh, that's fair. So I was in bed or on the couch. Stuck watching TV, and the only thing that was on that weekend was the monkeys for three days straight. You know what I did when I had chicken pox? What? I read a whole bunch of Calvin and Hobbes comics. I feel like that's better. Meh. To a certain point. Maybe not. What is better? I uh, Now, the monkeys TV show is very good. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Sure. Uh, very, very Marx Brothers esque. Mm-hmm. It's very funny. Kind of, kind of like Hard Day's Night. But, yeah, but it serialized. Is, it is basically serialized Hard Day's Night. That's correct. Um, one of the better parts of the show is when Michael Nesmith, dressed as Frank Zappa, is interviewed by Frank Zappa, dressed as Michael Nesmith. That's fun. Um, it's, that that's very meta. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. And if you're ever interested, uh, look up the final performance of Listen to the Band on YouTube by the Monkees. It's on, if you look up the 33 and a third revolutions per Monkees, which is a, uh, a network special that was on NBC. It's a nine minute long jam of that song. And it turns into the most psychedelic freak out. And it's insane. It's It's completely like oil light stuff and like stock footage and buddy miles plays on it. You'd know buddy miles is the drummer from the Jimi Hendrix experience. Oh, yeah. um, it's the craziest nine and a half minutes I've ever seen. It was on network television. They played this thing on NBC at eight o'clock at night. And it's the most insane television I've ever seen in my life. It's so good. And that's what they did. And then no. they made a movie called head. Um, where in the first 10 minutes of the movie, the entire band jumps off a bridge and kills themselves. Oh, well, you know, Uh as long as they're setting a good example. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the 33 and a third RPM thing, uh, reminded me, have, have you ever heard the slowed down version of Jolene? Yes. That's a, yeah, if you haven't seen that or heard that, seen that, Jesus. It's amazing. That that was an 8% beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you should check that out. Uh, just, you know, Google Jolene 33 RPMs. Uh, it's on YouTube. I've heard you know, a lot some, of people say that uh, it just turns into an Orville Peck song. Yeah. It, it's really good. 
although you, you do hear a little bit of uh, Dolly Parton sort of slurring a little bit some of the uh, the lyrics there. Yeah. I mean, that happens just as you speak, if you slow it down. She, some, of the, some of the songs kind of sounds like she talks like this. Uh-huh. She does kind of talk like that. But it's fantastic, and everyone should hear it. Uh, Tyler Man- Mahan Co. slows it down, and that's the intro to Cocaine and Rhinestones, one of the best all-time podcasts. <laughs> See, uh, you had me uh, listen to a few episodes of your favorite band sucks, and now I just can't support that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, even if you listen to your favorite band sucks, which is great because it's just them taking the piss. Um, but if you listen to Cocaine and Rhinestones, it's some of the best storytelling I've ever heard. Um and and really like it's for me, it's the best podcasting can be. Yeah. Outside of this very program. Absolutely. No, like I mean, I don't have a problem with people having opinions that are different from mine, but when they're presented as fact <laughs> and like <laughs> the only like <laughs> everything they for the most part, everything they say about you know the Beatles or the Stones or um, I actually listened to at least one of their episodes about a band I didn't like sucking. Yeah. But the problem is everything that they said, it was all just subjective. <laughs> like yeah. everything they said is subjective. And, and their only thing was like, if you like this band, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> like, I kind of love it. I I can't stand talking to people like that, let alone setting aside an hour to listen to it. So that one was not for me. For me, the tops is the Red Hot Chili Peppers episode. Yeah. I full on agree with that. See, my favorite uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers media is um, the, I want to say, second episode of uh, Are You Talking RHCP Re Me? (laughs) Oh, God almighty. Uh, where Scott Ackerman and Adam Scott decided they didn't want to do a series about red hot chili peppers (laughs) and then just started talking about talking heads instead. (laughs) (laughs) It's like five minutes at the beginning. So, so they did the first uh, red hot chili peppers album in the episode previous to that. And then five minutes into the second episode, they just abandoned the whole thing and started doing talking heads. That, that's a wise move because it gets real dire. Through that. Yeah. No, I'm sure the early, like, I don't know. I, I enjoyed red hot chili peppers stuff in, in, you know, the stuff they were putting out when I was in high school, but I haven't listened to any of it since, you know, my sophomore year of college after blood sugar, sex magic, it's all dog shit. Eh, I don't know. I, I, I didn't mind uh, the one with Dal- Danny California on it. Hmm. It's fine. It's I, I can't remember what it was called. That was Californication, wasn't it? Uh, no. California, California. I live in California. I kind of look like Iggy Pop. That's every <laughs> I, I was going to say Oracular Spectacular, but that's an MGMT album. It, it was uh, Stadium, Stadium Arcadium. Arcadium. Woof. Yeah. Which, which is also a song by them, which was not a good song. You know, I think Anthony Kiedis said it best when he said, wing, ding, 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 wing, ding, 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 ding. 
See, I, I enjoyed uh, th- that was around the time I started playing bass. And I thought that if I listened to Flea, maybe I could, you know, pick up some of what he was doing. I'm here to tell you, I, I could not. No. The, uh, the, the hardest thing I ever learned to play on bass was the, uh, the bass line from Hysteria by Muse. Yeah, I can uh, see that being difficult. It, it, it's, it's fast, but it's not super difficult. I've heard people say that if, if um, St. D. Boone had stayed alive, the Minutemen would have turned into the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh-huh. And it bums me out every time I think about it. <laughs> well, you know, um, whatever. Are you a Minutemen? Have you heard the Minutemen? Uh, are they the ones that did uh, Corona? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I've heard Corona. Uh, outside of Corona. <laughs> that is it. Okay, here's your homework assignment. And we'll okay. do it on we'll do it on the music show at some point, I guarantee it, between Josh and I. Um if you go listen to Double Nickels on the Dime by the Minutemen, mm-hmm. it will change your life. It's such a great record. Okay. Um Is it gonna change my life as much as the Holy Bible did? <laughs> In a different way. Spoiler alert for the Spoiler alert for the LPLP show. show. Yeah, the LPLP show coming soon to the uh, the Lunch Door Podcast Podcast Network. First episode is the Holy Bible by the uh, Manic Street Preachers, or I shouldn't say the it's Manic Street Preachers. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and then the next one we're gonna do uh, Remain in Light by the Talking Heads. Yep. And then we're gonna do Ramones by the Ramones. Yep. And then <laughs> uh, the Blue Album by the Weezer. Oh, you know what? I, I should have said, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I can't I should have said this album. The name of this band is Talking Heads by the Talking Heads. Fuck. <laughs> that would have been wait. a way better joke. I can't wait to do Black Album by the Metallica. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's coming soon to uh, to Lunchador. Hey Matt. Yeah. We should take a break and drink a different beer. Oh shit! Yeah, we definitely should do that. I- I'm just calling it now because I don't think you're going to finish the giant pumpkin. <laughs> Oh, okay. Just pound it. Take it to Pound Town. There we go. All right. Um, We're going to pause for station identification and rinse our glasses, and we'll be back in just a moment. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Enjoy the monkey song I'm about to drop in right here. question for you uh listeners out there has matt been a good enough boy has has matt been a good enough boy does matt deserve to have a beer he might actually like well (laughs) jesus i think the audience says yes the audience does sound like they they think you've been a good boy, Daddy. I've been a good boy. You've been a very good boy. So, Matt, I know how you feel about pumpkin beers. Yeah. I just said pumpkin beers. They're pumpkins. I know how you feel about them pump, pumpkin, beers, pumpkin. pumpkin beers. Pumpkin beers. Pumpkins. Um. So let's let's have one that you might actually like. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is it a pumpkin beer? It is not. In fact, 
It is a specialty brew. Yeah. As we teased in the intro from our local pillar of heaven, Genesee Brewing out of Rochester, New York. It is the answer to the Ruby Red Kolsch. If if Ruby Red Kolsch is the Rochester beer of summer, Cran Orange Keller beer is the beer of fall. Hmm. And that is what we're going to be drinking. All right, let's let's get into it. All right, we're going to crack this. We're, we're going to grip it and rip it, baby. Three, two, one. Oh, Crispy. barely any got in my on my keyboard. <laughs> barely any got in my eye. Ooh. Now this is just a little guy, a little twelve ounce slice of heaven. Smells like sweet tarts. It does. Now, generally speaking, on this show, um, I, I would say more often than not, the beers that we try on this show are beers that we have not had before. Indeed, mostly. So we are cheating a little bit on this one. A little. Just a touch. I have only had two of these. I also have had two. Um... Never in a row. We, uh, <laughs> my wife and I, uh, had our anniversary dinner at the Cobblestone on Main in Webster, New York. If you haven't been, uh, and you can uh, swing a dinner that is moderately overpriced, I would suggest it because the food is quite good. Hey, you know what? What's that? Happy anniversary, McKenna. Hey, Happy thanks, Jess. Um, Six years of wedded bliss. Um, I had one of these there in a in a twenty ounce pour. Ooh, that's a uh, generous pour. It sure is. Um, and uh, as I want to do when I drink something um, that I haven't had before, I, I pass the glass over to Jessica before I have it, and I say, "Hey, what do you think of this?" And she tried it, and she said. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so uh, I, I drank it, and she was correct. And r- right after we finished our dinner, um, we left, and we went to Wegmans <laughs> and bought a 12-pack. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, we, were, we, we were actually going to Wegmans to buy dessert. Um, we forgot to get dessert. I love that. That's a thing you guys do too. That's a thing that that Karen and I have done for years. Well, we'll go, we're, we'll go out to dinner and be like, we'll just get di- get dessert at Wegman's on the way home, and then you go in and buy beer instead and forget to get the dessert. Most times we're half drunk, so yeah, that that, that yeah. happens. See, we uh, at least uh, one of us because we're responsible. And n- neither of us would drive. And right. Well, Jess had a a rootstock cider uh, before dinner. Very good. Um. So she was okay. I had a hay burner uh, before dinner. Ah, you got hay burnt. I did have a hay burner. It was very nice. Um, And then uh, with dinner, I got uh, a Cran Orange Keller beer. Um, So I had 40 ounces of beer. And Mrs. Blue drove home. (laughs) Well, she drove to Wegmans. By the time, you know, uh, we were leaving Wegmans, I was fine. So I, I drove home. Okay. 
But um, yeah, let's let's take a sip of this. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Ooh, baby, baby. That is straight up sweet tarts. It is. Now, the interesting thing about this beer is it is a Cran Orange Keller beer. Uh-huh. Keller beer being, I believe, German for cellar beer. Yeah. Um, so cranberry orange. Um, for me, the cranberry is all on the nose and the orange is all in the mouth. Yes, I would agree. The uh, When I had one of these with, uh, with Josh, he said it tasted like five alive. Yeah. Oh, I've had three of these then, haven't I? This is my third. This may be a... a- uh, my third is, or uh, mm, sorry, this is my fourth. Yeah, you were drinking one when we started. Yeah. So, um, uh, but yeah, this is uh, it's a very fruit forward beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, when you said it, it's very akin to the uh, the ruby red Kolsch. I would say you are correct. Uh, not as bitter. That's very drinkable. I, I think though, I, I almost feel like this is a nicer, warmer weather beer beer. It, it's mm-hmm. it's uh it was perfect for the the September and, and early October that we had. As we head into the cold weather, I, I miss the Jenny Sports beer. Yeah. But this this is pretty great. Um it's light, it's crushable, it is orange forward. Uh, it will give you some belches. Yeah, it's a, it's a gassy one. Yeah. But um god damn it, if you are in the uh distribution area of uh Genesee Brewing, please do yourself a favor, uh run, don't walk to uh pick up a 12 pack of this. Maybe a couple, keep one in your cellar and drink it for a while. Make it a true true Keller beer. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's, it's a very burpy beer. Oh, boy. Quite fizzy. Oh. Quite light. Quite crushable. Yeah, this is good. If you're a, a fat... Oh, Jesus. If you're a fat tire fan, this is one for you. Absolutely. We can't have a for a minute while I get rid of these hiccups. <laughs> well, um, yeah. I, I, You know, I can't... Listen, guys, uh, this is the seventh, uh, sixth or seventh. Matt, you and I were talking about this today. Um, you know, it, it's no secret that I keep a very detailed spreadsheet about this show. Um, depending on how you look at it, this is either our sixth or our seventh uh, Genesee beer. Um, I have almost comically been, you know, staunchly anti Jenny for quite a while with the exception of, uh, the, uh, the blackberry raspberry cream ale, regular cream ale, lemon, strawberry cream ale. Basically I like cream ale. This beer is so good. It's so tasty and everybody who can get their hands on it should. Um, our first guest on the show is a uh, black bearded nerd, uh, Ren, um, Ren Haynes from, uh, from Buffalo. Um, he is also not a Jenny person and, and he posted about what a great beer this is. It is very good. It is very good. And I, it's been a journey from episode one to today, because when we first started talking about drinking beer on a a podcast, 
you kind of turned your nose up at Jenny. You you weren't a fan. Right. Um and with this one, you texted me hopefully shortly after your dinner with with your wife on your anniversary. It was in the middle of dinner. It was like as I was <laughs> drinking this. <laughs> to tell me how good it was and how much you wanted to do it for the podcast. So I feel like that's a real journey for, for you as a, a beer drinker to go from somebody who you know, wouldn't cross the street for a, a Jenny to someone who is actively recommending drinking one. Um, Th- this so. is true. Um, I will say though that that uh, Genesee beer and uh, Jenny Light, which we are we are reserving, we are reserving Jenny Light for the day when we talk Will Cleveland to being on this show. It's only a matter of time, I suppose. Um, th- those are two beers which can fuck right off, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, see, <laughs> I like a red eye. I like a red eye a lot. It's a great standard of our beer. And Jenny Light is a great pizza beer. See, this is the thing. Um, you know, as <laughs> as I said to my uh, my wife's cousin's fiance uh, about my a month and a half back. <laughs> um, when they came over for dinner, um, the the two biggest things that happened to me, the two biggest two biggest changes that happened to me during the uh, co- coronavirus uh, pandemic were, were these, I got into football and I started liking Genesee beers. Those were the two biggest changes to my life. You embraced your inner Rochesterian. Yes. Um, no, I, this is the thing. I I don't like red eye very much at all. I, I don't like Jenny light, but Cream ale is something that ends up in my fridge a lot nowadays. There've there been, I don't know, maybe in the last few months, maybe three or four times when Jess is going to Wegmans and she's like, do you need anything? And I say, can you pick me up a six pack cream ale? Yeah, it, it is a, it's a very good. You don't have to think about it. Beer. Yeah. You know, if you just want to sit down and have a beer that you enjoy, it, it's it's right there for you. Yeah. Now the uh, the dry hop cream ale is going to be out soon. Yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, we can we can do it on the show because I don't think we did it the last time it was out. I'll I'll consult my spreadsheet. I don't believe we did. I don't believe we so, did, but I was not impressed by that one last year. That might be an episode that we pull in at the very least, James, if not both James and Josh. Sure. Because uh, James is very excited for that dry hop cream ale. Uh, uh, Josh, if you're, or sorry, James, if you're listening, manage your expectations. I did tell him that if we, we need to get to the brew house and get the mosaic hopped cream ale, because that is phenomenal. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't know. The, the, the last time that one came out, to me, it basically just tasted like... Uh, a, a watered down IPA. I, I was not very big on that one. Interesting. The mosaic one. I'm sorry, not the mosaic one. Just the okay. the one that came dry out hopped. in stores. The the dry hopped cream ale. Yeah. It it, it was a little uh, anemic for my tastes. I can see that. Yeah. But um, Keller beer here is. Um, so much flavor packed into this thing. Yeah. Hey, uh, I happened to look in our, our final guest for our, 
Halloween podcast just showed up in the green room. Should we bring him in? Yeah, we, we should bring our guest in. Um, All right. Yeah. Uh, I, by the way, guys, I'll, I'll, we, we do have a, a special guest this evening. I'll, I'll intro him and then, uh, and then we can kind of go from there. Okay. That sounds good to me. All right. Um, I am beyond excited to, uh, to talk to our next guest. He is a, 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 a horror legend. Um, he's been in, in one of the biggest horror franchises of all time. Um, kids dress up as, as this character for Halloween every year. Um, and, and I, I, I'm over the moon to have him, um, in the new movie, uh, Halloween, he done did it again. It's, uh, available in theaters and on Peacock. It's, uh, it's everybody's favorite slasher. It's, it's Jason Voorhees. Welcome to the show. It's available on on the, in theaters and on on, on CISO version two. Jason Voorhees from from Halloween. He done did it again. Well, Welcome uh, to the show, Jason. Well, well, thank you for for having me. But um, that's that's not my theme song. What? Yeah, um, that that I think is the theme song for my friend Michael. Um. But uh, but yeah, it's 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 nice to be here on your podcast. I'm so oh. yeah. You must you must be so embarrassed. That is so embarrassing. So Michael, which oh not Mike Jason? Yes, Jason Jason Voice. Yeah, which are you involved in a horror franchise, or, or do you just are, are you part of his uh, Michael Myers's? Um, I mean, I, I suppose that you could say that we are part of a an extended universe, but um, uh, not not directly or anything. No. Okay. No, um, I, Matt. I I thought I thought you were a horror guy. I am, but I could have sworn that, that was the guy. Um. Well, maybe uh, maybe just you know think about what you did for a minute that that's um pretty insulting to our guest and he has uh you know quite the body count i i wouldn't want to make him mad now um jason speaking of that that body count um how how many folks have you uh you know in the course of your many years uh, in in film, oh, I think I figured it out. What's what's that? He he's he's the one from the Fridays the Thirteen. Yes, that that's my birthday, Friday the Thirteenth. Um, gotcha. so to answer your question, uh, I believe my body count at this point is um two hundred and fifty eight. You must. You must have a really sore wiener. Well, I mean, you're like the Wilt Chamberlain of serial killers. Uh, you know, that that's just not who I am anymore. Really? Well, that's it's interesting. I'm glad to hear that you're, you're you're moving past that. You're growing, and, and can you tell me a little more about that? Well, you know, it was about uh, 16 years ago, and I was. Chopping somebody in half with my machete. 
And, uh, you know, I, I was looking in the mirror that I just smashed her face into, and I saw about 27 of myself reflected back at myself, and I took off my hockey mask, and I said, uh, you know, is, is this the kind of person that you want to be? And the answer to that was a resounding no. So I've been in therapy for about 16 years, and... Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. My my therapist said to me pretty early on that, uh, you know, he and I had talked a lot about my mother. And uh, he said, you know, the thing, Jason, is that all this time you've been killing for mother, but you haven't really been living for yourself. And that really struck a chord with me. That that's very profound. Yeah, that that's deep as shit, Jason. Yeah. And you know, the thing of it is, I yeah. So it's 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 hard to talk about because I think back to to the sort of person that I was, and it's uh, I've done a lot of growing in the last sixteen years, and you know, I'm a seventy-five year old man. Really. Yeah, you know, I was born in 1946. That's that that math is accurate. Well done. Absolutely. <laughs> I I had to look it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> I can see how that could happen. You know, the years get away from you. <laughs> <clears throat> and I was looking at myself and thinking about all the things I've done, <laughs> and I'm becoming Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Becoming. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized that, uh, you know, I was hurting these people because I didn't want them to hurt me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can see that, you know. I haven't been... <laughs> Having been privy to a couple of your misadventures, I could see where where you'd be kind of defensive over what was happening with that, especially given your 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 past. So. You know, it's it's like if if somebody comes up and they call you a bad name, or they try to to knock your hockey mask off, or they they uh, you know they they hit and stab you. Yeah, you know. A person like you or McKenneth here, you'd, you'd just be dead. Yeah. Me, I, I can I can tell the port, but can I tell a friend? And the answer was no. So, you know, like I said, I, I got into therapy. We've been talking a lot about the reasons I was doing what I was doing. And... You know, I've worked. Uh, I've been going every week to to therapy for sixteen years, and I've been going to to group therapy sessions with uh, with my friend. You know, you you were playing his music, my friend Michael. Although yeah. a couple of years ago he stopped coming, I'm not sure what he's been up to. I, I'm not sure that that he's made the progress that you have now, Jason. I, I wanted to. You, you mentioned seventy six years old. Um, 
I've heard often that that things that that help folks that are kind of you know in in your your stage of life, they like to get out and, and do things. There's some aqua aerobics that you can get into. Oh, oh no, aqua! No, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the water. You can uh, join join the Silver Sneakers down at the YMCA and, and maybe that, do some. I'm not sure if you're familiar with, with my background. Uh-oh. Yeah, um, um, Matt, I'm I'm not sure yeah. if you recall, but uh, Jason had a, a little bit of a, a problem. Um. Mm. With with uh, the 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 lake that is uh, Crystal Lake. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, that's a bit of a sore subject, Michael. I'm so sorry. I um, Jason. Oh shit! Why do I keep doing that? I'm so sorry, Jason. Hey, you know what? It's okay, Matthew. The same thing happens with my friend Freddie. Yeah. How yeah. how's he doing? Well, you know, he's still haunting people's nightmares every once in a while. He has a wee waps. Uh, I'm sorry, a what? A, a wee waps. <laughs> One more time. I'm not quite. Relapse. Uh, uh, oh, okay. All right. Well, that's. But yeah, you know, well, you just got to put it. It only works if you work it, so work it. You know what, J-Man? Poetis perfect. You, I, I'm sorry. What did you say? Is it all right if I call you J-Man? I, I quite, I quite like. <laughs> now I'm British. <laughs> I, I quite like. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, Didn't you know I was played by Dick Van Dyke? <laughs> yeah. Fuck, now I can't get out of that. Nope, you're stuck. Oh, oh you, fuck. Kayfabe, kayfabe. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, I clipped the shit out of my... Uh, anyway, um, Jason, uh, I really appreciate you taking time out of this busy time of year. I imagine you're... Uh, your dance card is pretty full. Um, oh, not so much lately. Really? Wait, wait, wait. Um, yeah, you know, I mostly I'm just doing puzzles, and um, I got into uh, Sudoku recently. Is that right? Recently, um, yeah, you know, it 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 keeps the the old mind wimba. I'm sorry. Keeps the mind wimba. Okay, um, <laughs> so Sudoku. What, what's your? Uh, are you a New York Times Sudoku guy, or do you just go down to the drugstore? Uh, yeah, no, uh, you know, the New York Post, the uh, the New York Times. Basically, uh, you know, it, it. There's not a lot of New Jersey newspapers. It's true. I, not I the think I... not the big ones, anyway. I think I really only know the one. It's the news of the weird. Yeah. How's the Sudoku in the news of the weird? Oh, it's pretty crazy. Hey, J-Man. Yeah? Bring that up again. We'll take a vote on it. Oh, God. Oh, oh, good gracious. You know, I I might have to sign off here pretty quickly because the the fact that you guys are sitting around drinking beers... 
it's it's making me feel a few things. I don't know how much you know about uh, That's fair. my history, but uh, there's it's a little twiggling. The fact that you guys are drinking, you know, at least you're not having premarital sex. Barely have postmarital. Um, but uh, it's like I said, it's a little twiggling. And I don't want to. I don't want to wee waps. I I understand. Well, thank you very much for joining us. It's it's been a pleasure to have you. Oh, the pleasure um, was all mine. Our good friend uh, Jason Voorhees from Jason, Jason Voorhees, and I just I want everybody to take a moment and consider how how you're doing inside. You yeah, know, th- everybody thinks a lot about the physical health. You know, or the oral health. You don't always take the time out to think about your mental health. That's very and, true. And um, it's it's just as important, I say. Me, Jason Vuj. You got to take a moment out and think about your physical, your, your rather your mental health. And you know, maybe you're feeling run down or stressed out. And you feel like there's nowhere to turn to, but uh, you know you can you can get help. You know if you go to BetterHelp.com/slash/slash/Jason, you can enter my promo code Fourways One and get uh, a first uh, therapy session free of charge. And you know what? It's it's online therapy by licensed therapists, and you get set up with your your therapist that can help you out. It's great to talk to somebody from time to time. Uh, yeah. BetterHelp slash uh, whatever I said the URL slash, was slash 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 uh, slash or uh, promo code Jason Voorhees uh, one. <laughs> Jesus. Thank you very much, Jason. I appreciate you coming in. Uh, again, it's uh, Halloween. He done did it again on CISO 2.0 and in theaters. Check it out uh, soon. Yeah, if you've all seen Michael, let him know that we're thinking of him. And, uh, you know, we just we want him to get better. Um, so thank you for having me on your show. It's been a pleasure, Jason. Oh, the pleasure was all mine. Bye-bye. Have a, have a wonderful weekend and a, a happy Halloween, piglet. There he goes. Jason Voorhees, everybody. Thank you very much. There he goes. There he goes again. That was a good get. Thanks. Racing. Yeah, I was very happy to have Jason Voorhees on the show. I appreciate you booking him. I, I am so embarrassed. Uh, you should be. That I... I I messed. I I I I done goobered that up. Yeah, but you'd think I'd know better. Yeah, I mean, live and learn, and then get loves. Yeah, Pobody's nerfect. As I said, Pobody's nerfect. Friend J J Man. Pobody's nerfect, bitch. Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. Yeah. We didn't even plan on you coming in. This is like a, a bonus bonus. Nobody joke. expects Freddy, bitch. Can you stop? That's an ouch word, that's, Freddy Krueger. It's too much. Get out of here. Nobody, nobody's afraid of you anymore. Will Smith did a song about you.
you you put out a, a record where you sang doo-wop songs. I don't think I can really be scared of you anymore. Yeah. Oh no, now I'm fading away. <laughs> and there he goes, Freddy Krueger. This has been a star-studded episode of the the Beer Reviewed Journal. Is that the name of this thing? Uh, sometimes. Um, yeah, so it's uh, it's been a real pleasure. It's been a real uh, real thing. Anything else we wanted to to cover tonight? Well, we want to talk about the Anomaly uh, Film Festival in Rochester, New York, November fourth through. Seven. Find out some other time because Matt said earlier in the show that he didn't want to tell you when the last day was. Well, no, I was trying to drive folks to the website so they could get more information about that instead. Anomalyfilmfest.com slash slasher slash slasher um yeah no i just didn't want to give rob black any money i wanted to take that that money for for anomaly because we are infinitely better people than rob black um i i say that but it's not joking i i really think that we're better people than rob black uh yeah so come down to the little theater uh november 4th through the 7th we just released our schedule let yesterday uh along with the the full list of films we're showing um I'm going to tell you, if you can only make it for one night, I mean, please come all four nights because this is the best lineup we've had in three years. Listen, man, uh, I come every night. Man, a boy. Um, but yeah, if you can make it out for one night, uh, Saturday night is the, the night for you. That would be November 6th. Uh, actually, come all day because we've got uh, my favorite movies in the festival are playing on Saturday. I do come all day. Yeah, you did that one already. I'm talking about jizzing. Yeah, I'm aware. Out of my dick. Oh God. Um. Anyway, so yeah, if you can come out, please come out. It, it's a uh, it's a fantastic festival. It, to see the movies that we're screening, you'd have to go to New York or or Montreal, Austin, L.A. We're doing this right in downtown Rochester, the historic little theater. Hey, chill out, Huey Lewis. You know what the news is? New York, L.A., Hollywood, and the Sunset Strip. The news is we have the best film festival uh, film festival going. Uh, you can go see New York Ninja, which is a fantastic... Uh, it was an unfinished ninja revenge flick that they just finished up this year using uh, the existing footage. Put down music by Voyager, uh, a kind of prog synth band don the dragon wilson voices the main character played by john lou who from what i have ascertained there's maybe some sketchy stuff about but still great movie check it out um and let the right well, i'm sorry let the wrong one in an irish vampire movie starring uh anthony stewart head you would know him as giles from buffy um i fucking love head who doesn't that was actually the the tagline from the monkeys movie. Oh yeah, the whole reason they called it Head it was Bob Raffleson that that produced it, the guy that made like five easy pieces and one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Um, they called it Head just so on the poster after they could say from the people that brought that gave you Head, mm. and that's why the monkeys movie is called Head. It's a blowjob joke. Um, Any hoozles, anomalyfilmfest.com. Check it out. Please do check it out. Um, last year's festival was all virtual. This one is going to be live and in person at the historic little theater in Rochester, New York. Um, 
And you know what? I don't mind giving the Anomaly Film Fest a a free plug, um, not only because Matthew is a founding member um, of the Anomaly crew, uh, but also because they are our Lunchador Podcast Network siblings. You can check out uh, Anomaly uh, Presents podcast on the Lunchador Podcast Network. um, I'm very uh, tipsy at this point. Yeah. Um, but you can check out Anomaly Presents. Um, you've got an episode coming up soon. It's the Anomaly uh, Film Festival preview show. Preview show is coming out soon. We can give you a rundown of everything that's going to be in the festival if you're curious about what we're showing. Because, you know, these movies are kind of under the radar at the moment. Yeah. Um, we'll give you a rundown and uh, let you know where to uh, sign up and, and buy a ticket. I love that rock film. Um, but... Uh, you know, you can check out Anomaly Presents um, in your favorite podcatcher of choice. You can check out Caleb versus Self on Spotify. Um, you can check out uh, the Interstate Wrestling Podcast on all of the things. You can check out Mimosas with my besties on all of the things. Um, I feel like we have other shows. Uh, Mind of Magnus is out there. Mind of Magnus archives are out there and you can probably find something from Magnus Apollo coming out soon at some point, maybe possibly who knows, hopefully soon we're, we're going to circle back on that after anomaly and put that together. And we have so many exciting things coming down the pike. Uh, we haven't made an announcement yet, but we have a huge get in the Rochester scene. Uh, we teased it a little bit last week or two weeks ago. Last we're, episode we're, is what I meant to say. We're almost there. I'm, I'm working with that uh, that show to to finish up our websites. Uh, Lunchador.org is coming soon. We'll let you know when that launches. And when that launches, I will also divulge the uh, the latest member of the the Lunchador crew, the the third man of the NWO. Um, it's going to be a biggie. Yeah, I'm glad I kept bugging you to ask that person. Um, <laughs> You should really just ask that person. It was all about timing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, uh, you know, while you're checking out uh, lunchdoor.org when it eventually, yeah, it's not there yet. It's not there yet. It's not there yet. Um, But you know what? You can satiate your urges for internet based content by checking out our social media accounts. Hell yeah. And you can find those at Beer Reviewed Journal on Instagram. At Beer Reviewed JNL on Twitter. He's at Dreaded Matt. I'm at McKenneth Blue. And you can check out <clears throat> all of the other Lunchador podcasts at Lunchador Pod on Twitter, at Lunchador Podcasts on Instagram. And I want to thank Erling for the use of their song, I Feel Good, which is the intro and outro music to our show. And I want to thank Jason Voorhees for coming in. I also want to thank Jason Voorhees for coming in. Um, that was, that was a real special thing that just happened. He, he didn't have much time to spend with us, but you know, he made it count. He's busy. He's like the Santa this time of year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh God. Yeah. Um, you know, that alpha tastes like an air freshener. (laughs) Well, I mean, not the Keller beer that you're probably still tasting pumpkin head or, or the other great pumpkin. Fuck me running giant pumpkin. Fuck me running. Um, Hey, you know how we end the show 
from all of us here at the Beer Reviewed Journal, try everything. Even pumpkin beers, I guess, maybe. I'm an important British actor. This has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network. We hope you have enjoyed. Cheerio! Jizz, 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 jizz. Well, that's Stan in. <laughs>